Welcome to the home of the blessed people, and here is our host pastor, Pastor Dayo Adeyemo. We have prayed. Amen and amen. Praise God. I want to thank God for your lives this morning. Once again, this is Royal House, the home of the blessed people, a place where lives are changed and destinies are transformed. We thank God for your lives, for giving us the opportunity in this broadcast that is being done live from our cathedral here in St. Catharines. We thank God for you for inviting us and bringing us into your home. And uh, we trust God that by the time this moment is over, your life will never be the same again. I want to thank God for you and your families. Please bring out your Bibles and your writing materials. Get ready to receive the word of God that will change your life forever. And I want to thank God for our viewers from all over the world. I saw that family, the Sunday Patrick family all the way in South Africa. Thank God for your life. Thank God for those who are in the western part of Africa, so many people there. Thank God for those who are in England, so many people there. Thank God for those who are in all over North America, South America. Thank God, so many people there. Especially, we thank God for those in the northern, northern territories of Canada, Alberta, British Columbia, East Coast and West Coast. We thank God for you, Prince Edward Island. We thank God for those who are in the GTA here in the Toronto, and we thank God for those who are in our local uh, vicinity in the Niagara Peninsula, and we celebrate every family in the royal house, the home of a blessed people. You're welcome this morning. We love you with all our hearts, and we thank God for what God is doing in the nations of the world, hearing our cry, hearing our prayers, and we want to let you know that our salvation is nearer than when we first believe. This pandemic, as we have been saying from day one, will surely come to pass, and it's coming to pass in the name of Jesus. Get ready. The weather is great. Our God is great. Everything around us is great. Our boundary lines are falling on pleasant places. Our heritage in God is a superb one, and it's going to happen just as he has said in the name of Jesus Christ. This morning, we are going to bring to the grand finale the final episode or the final part of our message, Engaging God's Favor, Part 4. Engaging God's Favor, Part 4. I praise God for you this morning because I know God has you in mind. I see God engage you in his favor. I see the favor of God come to pass in your life. In this season of possibilities, I see God's favor come through for you in the name of Jesus. Come on, if you're alive, I want you to say a good amen. God is singling you out in this generation. God will favor you in this season in the name of Jesus. I see God single you out just like he did in the days of Abraham. When God was looking for a family, he chose Abraham. He singled Abraham out in his generation.
generation. He said, go to a country which I will show you. He said, go to that place and I'm going to bless you and I'm going to make you a blessing to all the nations of the world, to all the families on earth. As God singled out Abraham, whatever God found in Abraham that he singled him out, may that grace be upon you this morning that in this generation you'll be singled out in the name of the Lord Jesus concerning Noah. The Bible says in the whole of his generation in Genesis chapter 6, Noah found favor before the Lord. Whatever it is that was in the life of Noah that singled him out in his generation, may that same grace be upon you this morning in the name of Jesus. I say I see God single you out in the days of Samuel where the word of God was scarce. God singled Samuel out. God singled him out to the point that not a word from Samuel's mouth fell into the ground unfulfilled. I see in this season, in this season of possibilities, that God will single you out. I say God will single you out. That same grace that God found in the life of Samuel, that God singled him out, I see that same grace come upon you in the name of Jesus. In the days of Moses, where all his generation was being killed, his age mates were being murdered for the period of two years. But when they saw Moses come out of water, the first thing that came to them was, this is a proper child. He is not for murdering. He is not for death. I said the same grace that was on somebody like Moses, that he was sick out amongst those appointed for death. I say, God, that same grace be found on you today. That same grace single you out this morning in the name of Jesus. In this season of possibility, I see my God single you out. Oh, I see my God single you out. You are not for death, for you will not die but live to declare the glory and counsel of God in the name of Jesus. I see the same grace that was of upon Elisha. In his days he just showed up. His destiny showed up. He was There was no genealogy about Elisha. He just showed up. The Bible says he was Elisha the Tishbite. Elijah the Tishbite. He just showed up. His destiny was announced just like that. On the day of his birth there wasn't any prophecy concerning him. Maybe you are like that. No prophet was around in the day you were born. No prophecy was recorded about you. Nothing was said about you. And at the same time, Elijah became one of the greatest men in his generation. I see in this season, God will single you out. He singled out Elijah. He will single you out in the name of Jesus. I said God will favor you. God will single you out. A man called Moses, a man called David. The Bible says he's a man after God's heart. He was singled out in the day of presentation. Even his greatest ally, the, 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 his father, his natural father, they said, present your sons for kingship. He did not even present his son. He was forgotten on the backside of the 
desert. Oh, he was forgotten, but God did not forget him. The greatest prophet in town said, we will not sleep until we will not sit. We will remain standing until you bring this man from where he is. He, they had seven other brothers that were looking great, looking presentable, looking qualified, but God qualified the disqualified of men. I see God single you out today. Everywhere you have been disqualified. Everywhere you haven't been presented. I see God bring you out. I said God, I see God bring you out from the backside of the desert. I see God bring you out. I see God bring you out. If you believe it, shout, yes, it's me. In the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, in this generation, God will single you out. In the name of Jesus. I see the same grace that came upon Mary. The Bible says in Luke 1 30, you are blessed. He said, You are highly favored. This favor is not the normal time. This is not the regular time. You have been singled out. You have been singled out that is your womb that will carry the Messiah. There were many virgins in the day of Mary. But what did God find in Mary? What did God find in Mary to have brought Mary out? What did God see in Mary to have brought Mary out? What was in the life of Mary that Mary was singled out? Whatever grace was upon Mary, I pray for you this morning. The grace that singles out a man, a woman from the generations of many. May that grace be upon you today to single you out in the name of Jesus. Oh, many virgins were there, but she was singled out. In the days of Esther, there were many damsels contesting to be queen, but when the king set his eyes upon Esther, the Bible makes us to understand the king announced that the competition was over. But there were other candidates. The king said, no, this one is it. This one is it. Whatever singled out Esther out in our generation, that same grace be upon you in the name of Jesus. Oh, I'm talking to a single lady somewhere on this broadcast. You have not been found, but somebody is finding you very, very soon. I say it's going to be your turn very, very soon. God will single you out. I say my God will single you out. Grace is coming upon you to single you out in the name of Jesus. There were so many widows in the day of the widow of, the, of Zarephath that God had to send Elijah. What was upon this widow? That God sent a whole prophet to go and sustain her. God sent a whole prophet to go and turn her situation around. God sent the heavens into the affairs of her life. What was upon this man, what was upon this woman called the widow of Zarephath? I say whatever was upon her, may that same grace come upon you today that you will attract heaven's attention to turn your situation around. She was for death, but God said she was for life. The Bible says there is something about faith. Miss Smith Wigglesworth said this, a great man used of God in his generation. A man who the Queen of England said, the whole itinerary of Britain, I do not fear, but I fear somebody's prayer, Smith Wigglesworth's prayer. He was a man of authority, a man of the audacious faith. He said this, and he had this to say. He said there is something about faith that can make God bypass a thousand people just to get to you, just to get to you. 
people to make God pass a thousand people to get to you. I see God come your way this morning in the name of Jesus. Everything called impossibility in your life is canceled this morning. Grace to single you out for possibilities come upon you. In this season of possibilities, in this month of possibilities, what men have called impossible, what people have called impossible, what the generations have called impossible, what the nations have called impossible, I see for you it will be possible in the the name of Jesus. If you believe it, say, I receive it. Come on, you can stand on your feet where you are at home. Just say, I receive this prophetic grace for possibilities. Everything that has been impossible is coming to turn around to be possible. Lord, you will remember me. Lord, you will turn it out for good for me. Come on, I give you a minute right now. Prophesy over your life. Prophesy over your destiny. It will turn around for your good. Every impossibility I counsel in my life. For with God, all things are possible. I see God attend to my case. I see grace to be singled out when it comes to my turn. God will fight for me. God will fight my battles. Oh, my story is changing. If you believe it, shout yes! Glory be to God. Glory be to God. You are welcome this morning. Take your seats and fasten your seatbelts. Because today we are flying at another temple. In the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. This is the part four of the series. In the part one of the series, we learned several things. I want to encourage you after this series. It's going to be available on Spotify. It's going to be available on our app. And also, a USB will be put together for these four messages. And you can always contact us on our various platforms if you need one to be sent to you. Praise God. This is the grand finale episode, like I said. In the part one of this series, we learned seven ways on how to lay Demand on God's favor. Number one, we need to ask. Number two, we need to live righteously. Number three, we need to be expectant. Number four, we need to sow favor. Number five, we need to confess favor regularly and consistently. Number six, we need to acknowledge favor every time it shows up. And number seven, we need to refuse, I mean, we need to always refuse to cast away our confidence in God. In the part two of this series, we looked at what favor can do. We looked at three things favor can do for us. Number one, abundance of God's favor can flow from God to us. Number one. Number two, we learned, excuse me, that favor changes instant, favor changes insecurity to self-confidence. Number three, we learned that favor changes families. It can change a man. It can change a husband. It can change a wife. It can change children. It can transform homes in the name of Jesus Christ. In the part three, which was last week, we learned about what to do to attract or release God's favor. To attract that favor. We learned it. We say number one is by drawing near to God. And secondly, we need to confess constantly and consistently favor over our lives. We learned about five areas we should constantly cons 
confess favor. Favor upon our family. Favor upon new situations and circumstances we find ourselves, like COVID-19. We should not stop confessing the favor of God upon our lives. We learned also that we need to confess favor when we find ourselves in foreign land, foreign countries, new environments. We said we need to confess favor at work. Many people don't do this. You're a believer, you are sitting down there at your place of work and you are not confessing the favor. You are not activating. You are not releasing the favor of God. Favor is for you. Favor is what God has worked out before the foundation of the world because he knows you need favor. Hallelujah. And number five, confess favor with those who have disagreeable personalities. There are some people in this world, whether you like it or not, they are not all that likable. Praise God. But you need to still have favor with them. The Bible says in the book of Acts chapter 7 that the apostles had favor with all men. You don't have any excuse in this generation not to have favor with every human being, everyone born of a woman. You have favor with them. Hallelujah. So today we are going to the part four of this series. And we want to look at, we looked last week about releasing God's favor. We want to look at growing in God's favor. It's one thing to, you see, there are two levels when it comes to favor. There is a common favor, the favor given to you at salvation. But there is a higher degree of favor that you can operate in. That is what I want to challenge you to today and share principles from God's word on how you can begin to operate your life at this level. Praise God. I want you to know it's God's nature to favor others. Praise God. And God will favor you as you favor others. So how do I grow in God's favor? Know this. You have favor within you. And you have favor upon you. Praise God. The kind of favor upon is the one that you would see constantly in the Old Testament. But in the New Testament, the favor of God has come to live on the inside of you. It's called charis in the Greek, the favor of God. It's part of your new creation realities. The day Jesus moved his life into your life, you have got the package of favor on the inside of you. You have favor with God and you have favor with men. Praise God. When you gave your life to Christ, when the life of God, the eternal life, came on the inside of you. He said, don't let anybody tell you why I've come. I've come that you might have life and have it in abundance. Praise God. He have come to you might have life and have it how? In abundance. That life, the eternal life, the Zoe life of God, the very life in God, the very life that makes God God, that he transmitted and gave to you and I, is called the Zoe life, the very life of God itself. Encoded inside that life is favor. Praise God. It's on the inside of you. Everybody say it loud. I got favor on my inside. I got favor on my inside. Praise the Lord. I have favor on my inside. But like most things we have on our inside, because lots of goodies are on our inside. It's encoded, it's packaged inside the life of God that we have. 
You see, when we give our lives to Christ, one thing <clears throat> happened. Our status changed. We had eternal life. We had the power of an endless life. It entered into us. It's the same life that God has. In 1 Corinthians 3.21, it says, All things are yours in Christ. So in Christ Jesus, favor is ours. He said, all things are yours. In Christ Jesus, favor is ours. But you see, like most things that is on our inside, according to Ephesians 3.20, please put it on the slides for the people of God or put it on the screen, Ephesians 3.20. It says, all things, praise God, now unto him that is able to do Exceedingly abundantly above all, we ask, hope, or think according to the power that worketh in us. You see, there is a power that is working in us. It's the power of an endless life. It's the power of eternal life. It's the power of eternity. It's that Zoe life that produces it. It's on the inside of every believer. And this power can do exceedingly. Look at it, abundantly, above all that we ask or think. He can exceed our expectation. That power is the power of an endless life. It's the power of eternity. It's the power of eternal life. It's the Zoe life of God. It's on the inside of us. But like many things on our inside, this power is latent. Until you activate the strand you want. Today, we are going to be talking about the power of favor. It's on our inside. We taught you last week how to release it via confession. But today, we are zeroing in on how to increase it. Because it's in level. It can be released, but you need to increase it. You need the favor that is beyond the norm to really make a mark and put your feet to put your print on the sands of time. Praise God. And by the grace of God, I'll be showing you the force of favor. It is here. It is there. It's the power of an endless life. It is in us. Praise God. All over the New Testament, this favor is given a Greek interpretation called charis. Charis. In Luke 1.30, it's the same one found, that you have found favor with God and man. Praise God. In Luke 2.52, it was the same favor, charis, that Jesus Christ had. Charis, the same favor. He's had favor with, with, with God and with man. He grew in favor. He grew in charis. Praise God. There was more of the influence of charis. Praise God. The word charis in the Greek means divine influence. Something in you. It's just, it's divine, it's special. But you can influence things just because you carry it. I've taught you how to release it through confession. But you need to grow in it. To exceedingly grow in charis. To become a major influencer in the world you live in. Praise God. And I see God single you out. You know, I prayed before this, but he will single you out. See, that, that's the kind of favor we need to operate in. The favor that singles you out. You, you yourself can't explain it. 
Why was it only you chosen? Why was it, why did it have to come to you? Why did God exempt you when it came to your turn? Because you carry, carries. His divine influence, a greater portion of it is on you and it's within you. Praise God. Hallelujah. It was the same thing that was upon the apostles. Can you imagine in the days of the apostles, they banned preaching. They said nobody must preach. But do you know they were in Jerusalem? They were persecuting others. <laughs> but they were untouchable. How come? How were they untouchable? They threw one in prison one day. The following day he came out and was preaching in the very place. They said he's not permitted to go and preach. And it, was, it became untouchable. Everybody say favor. Oh, I need this greater dimension of favor. I don't know about you. Praise God. In the Old Testament, most of the favor, like, like Daniel 1.9, where the Bible says God brought Daniel into favor. Now, those kind of favor is divine goodwill. That's also good. But those favor is upon. But you need the favor upon and the favor within. Praise God to work for you. And I see God work many things out. Oh, I, I have a strong conviction in my spirit. There are people listening to this broadcast. Within this month, God is going to single you out for a major miracle. If you believe that, say good amen. When it comes your way, it will be as if you are dreaming. God told us in the beginning of this year, he's taking us to new dimensions. I believe the season of that new dimension we have entered in the name of Jesus. As a church, is taking us to new dimensions. We see the evidence already is taking us to new dimensions. And you will not be left out of this new dimension God is taking you to. Part of the new dimension is a dimension of favor in carries. I see God lift you to new heights. If you believe it, shout amen. amen. Now, what do you do to the favor you carry on your inside? There are two things. Number one, you give life to it. It has latent power, but like a switch, like most switches in this auditorium now, uh, it's there, it has power, but maybe it's switched off. You don't see the power or the effect. But when you put on a switch, the power flows. Electricity flows. That is how it is for us. We need to put on the switch. We need to allow the power, the favor of God to flow on the inside of us. Like most things on our inside, this is how we switch it on. Philemon 6. Let me quickly give you that golden scripture that encompasses everything that God has put on your inside. Inside of you, there is healing. Inside of you, there is deliverance. Inside of you, there is breakthrough. A lot of things has been put on our inside. Joy is on our inside. A lot of things. I can't go over everything put on our inside, but Philemon 6, let's quickly look at that. Philemon only has one chapter. And verse number 6. Praise God. Philemon 6. Oh, put it on the screen for the people. He said that the communication of your faith may become effectual or effective by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you 
in Christ Jesus. It's in you in Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus in you, the hope of glory. It's in you. Everybody says it's in me. So he said we should acknowledge those good things in us. That is the power of confession I was teaching you last week. You should acknowledge it. I have favor in me. When I say I have favor in me, I've put on the switch. I've put on the switch. I've allowed the flow. I've allowed the power of God to flow in me and through me. I've allowed it to flow. Praise God. When I acknowledge it, what have I done? I've allowed the flow. I've allowed the flow. I have the favor of God. I'm acknowledging it. I have favor. What has happened when I acknowledge? I've allowed favor to do what? To flow. Praise God. But favor flowing is not enough. Like I told you, you need to increase the flow. You need to take the flow to a new season. You need to take it to another level. Praise God. Yes, you have favor. Yes, you have allowed it to flow. You have turned off the switch. But favor that you are allowing to flow, you must grow in that favor. You must increase that favor. Sometimes the quantity of favor or the, or the amount of favor you need, spiritually speaking, to conquer a mountain, Perhaps you are not releasing the flow enough. Perhaps there's not enough flow. For example, you might need 25 liters of diesel to generate a town overnight. Or I wouldn't say a town, perhaps 25 liters of diesel to, to a small community of houses overnight. You have 25 liters. But 25 liters is what you need. But all you have is 5 liters. Can it last all night? It won't. Because after a few hours, the liters will expire. So that's why I'm saying you need a greater flow. It's not every flow of water that can turn a turbine. Hallelujah. It's not every flow of water that can turn a turbine. You need a greater flow. So how will you create this greater flow? Like I was saying in the Old Testament... The, the, the Hebrew word for, 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 for favor is talking about graciousness, kindness. But in the New Testament, we said it's ratson, it's acceptance. Praise God. There one is a level, one is at a level, the other one is at a greater level. Both are important. Praise God. But I'm sure you want to go for the greater level today in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to quickly share with you the two basic things you need to increase the flow. Number one is to love him more. Many people don't know what they are doing by implication. When you are distributing love, when you are generating love, when you are intentionally loving Many people don't know that what you are doing is you are increasing the flow of favor. More favor is coming your way. It's coming in ways you did not think of nor handle. You did not think of or, 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 or thought it will come through the means by which you are doing it. 
One thing is sure that you are doing in the realm of a spirit. When you turn on the switch of love, you are turning off favor towards you. You need to love him. And secondly, there is one more thing you do to increase favor. You need to seek him more. What did I say? Number one is to do what? Love him more. Number two, what do you do? You seek his face more. These are the two golden rules to increase favor. Many people may say, oh, I've been loving God. Secondly, I've been seeking God, but how come the favor is not there? Because you have not even released the valve. You have not even allowed, you are not even conscious that you carry favor. Every time you are asking for favor, you are looking up and God is looking at you because he has put it on the inside of you. Praise God. So what do we do? Let's go to work this morning. And I trust God he's going to bless you with this revelation. And you're going to change the order of favor upon your life and upon everything that God has given to you. Come on, if you believe that, shout a good amen. amen. Ephesians 6.24. Ephesians 6.24. I'm starting with number one, to love God. To love God. Ephesians 6.24. He said grace, which simply means favor. Be with all them. Favor now will become your partner. He said, grace be with all them that love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. So that means people can love God but not love him in sincerity. So God has a standard to measure those who love him. And I pray this morning that God will open your eyes to see that what we call love sometimes, when we say we love God, before God is not love at all. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Ho, ho, ho. Praise God. Praise God. God blesses everybody in general, ladies and gentlemen, the just and the unjust. He can even let light shine upon the just and the unjust. He can give sun to the just and the unjust, rain to the just and the unjust. But ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something that you can search on yourself on the word of God and you will discover that there is special favor for those who really love Jesus. It's not the common favor that you operate in. You move to another degree of favor when you sincerely love the Lord. When you love him with genuity and sincerity. Praise God. Is the kind of love Peter, James, and John found themselves. It's that kind of category. They received the transfiguration experience. I mean, these people, I mean, think of them out of the 12 disciples. These were the only three that before the resurrection, they had a different experience. If others were saying, I love Jesus, <laughs> they would say it in a different way. Let's say all of them are saying, I love Jesus, I love Jesus. They will say it this way. I love Jesus. You see, it's a different experience. They have, one of them was talking at a time. He said, look, we have not followed cunningly divine fables. What do you think he was saying? He said, we have not followed, this was Peter. He said, we have not followed cunningly divine fables. 
We are talking of the resurrection. We are talking of the life. He said this is the word of life we have touched. We have tasted. We have handled. We are making known unto you. Before resurrection, we saw some things that human eyes had never seen. Why? They love Jesus. He gave them a category of favor. It was not ordinary. They saw things ordinary men did not see. Do you want to talk about John the Beloved on the island of Patmos? The Bible makes us to understand that he was one of the closest to Jesus. John the Beloved. He was always at his bosom. John the Beloved. This was a man thrown in boiling oil. He did not die. The immunity he had in his system was far beyond the normal. Why? He enjoyed special favor. He, he enjoyed in fact, in all the disciples, he was the one that lived longest because he enjoyed divine favor. Even Jesus told him about how his death would be. He said, you are not going to die young. What, what, what happened to others? It was divine favor. No wonder when they said it was time for him to die, he said, no, he wasn't going to die. Praise God. I said, praise God. So if you draw near to him, Ladies and gentlemen, okay, I talked about special favor, the love of Jesus. I let you understand Peter, James, and John. They received the transfiguration experience. They were really close to Jesus. But if you draw near to him and distribute love, you can also be a beneficiary of this category, special favor. If you love him, and you distribute this love. People are wondering, what is wrong with you? You are giving love with no strings attached, unconditional love. Because you are just an extension of his hand and his leg to your world. If you draw near to him and distribute this love, ladies and gentlemen, you will be in another category of favor. Oh, I'm praying with all my heart for you that in this season, God will take you, take it there. Your destiny will be announced afresh in the name of Jesus. John 12, 26, let's go faster. Let's go faster. John 12, 26. <laughs> Praise God. He says, if anyone serve me, if anyone will do what I am asking them to do, if anyone will work for me, will serve me. This is Jesus speaking. He said, let him follow me. If anyone will serve, let him follow me. Follow my examples. Follow the things I do. And where I am, there also my servant be. He said, if any man serve me, him will my father honor. God will change your level. God will honor you. God will put you in places and positions of honor. You will not be tolerated. You will be celebrated. In the name of the Lord Jesus, God will distinguish you today. Why? Because you have chosen to honor and to serve him. Serve him by showing love. I see God honor you with success and favor. Serve him by showing love. Distribute love. 
There is a special favor above and beyond the general favor from the Lord into the lives of those that move into the inner circle in the spirit. What those who move to the inner circle, those who are making intentional steps to fulfill his love, to fulfill his will, to do what is in his heart. I tell you, flesh and blood is not interested in this kind of message. Flesh and blood does not want to pay the sacrifice of love. Flesh and blood does not like you to sacrifice. Everything is okay until when the word sacrifice is mentioned. Then flesh and blood becomes angry because he's not willing to. Everybody likes the life of ease, you know. No pain, no, you know. You don't want to go the extra mile for anybody or anybody go the extra. Even people refuse people going extra mile for them. Why? Because they know you might lay demand on the extra mile later. Selfish life. People love that. People are comfortable in that. But when it goes to comes to going the extra mile, everybody, including believers who shouldn't, we always withdraw. God is honoring you with success and favor today as you receive this into your spirit that there is a price to pay. There is something you need to do to move to the inner group, inner circle. Those who love the Lord, special favor comes upon them. It will be necessary for you to release this love and favor to others for it to be fully effective. If you are not releasing the favor God has put on the inside of you to others, then don't be expectant of a new level of favor. You must learn to release favor. You must learn to release love to other people. It is when you cooperate in the flow of what God desires, that is when God himself commits himself to take you to a higher level of favor. You must release it, ladies and gentlemen. Favor is on the inside of you. Love is on the inside of you. For it to be effective, you must release to others. Oh, I want to stress this point very well. I don't want to move too fast on this point. Because we are in a generation that is not encouraged to love sacrificially. We are in a generation that would even tell you, be careful, don't do everything too much. Don't lavish love on anybody. Human beings are not worth it. We are in that generation that we contradict the scriptures when it comes to this. And yet, we want to enjoy unusual favor. It doesn't work that way. The favor of God to come upon you. Unprecedented favor. For God to give you divine. I called carries Divine what? divine influence that you will know why why is it you that is chosen why is it you that is selected why is it you that God gave that gift why is it you that you are making waves why is it you I'm telling you the reasons why you can make it you increase your flow of favor and love to others hallelujah hallelujah do you know why the dead sea is always dead because he's not a distributor. He doesn't give. All the Dead Sea does is he takes. It never gives. There's no outlet. And what happens to the Dead Sea? He's dead. 
And many lives that are supposed to be alive today are dead because they are not distributing what God has put on the inside of them. They are walking around, but there is no life to them. Ladies and gentlemen, as you are listening to me today, I'm pleading with you. I'm praying in my spirit for you that you will open yourself up for a new dimension that God has promised you, for a new level that God has promised you, that you will not shut your bowels of compassion anymore. You will be a giver, that the word given itself will salute you when it sees you. That you will be a distributor. You will love in a passionate way. You will not allow any day to go by without you letting the grace of God flow from within you to somebody. To have mercy on somebody. Yes, it doesn't qualify. Let God on the inside of you qualify the person. Let God on the inside of you make you see the good. Hallelujah. Oh, this is not a popular message. This is not a message that many want to hear. But I want you to know it's a gospel truth. And this is how it happens. Because God always ministered seed to the man who is busy sowing. That's what the scripture says. The man who is busy distributing, the man who is busy giving out, the man who, who is intentionally a blessing to his world, God is committed to such a person. Second Corinthians 9.10. Let's quickly see that. So that you can answer the question of some people's heart, saying that, oh, when we give and give, it's going to finish. No! You are brought in the supernatural into your life. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 9, 10, Now he that ministered seed to the sower, both minister bread for your food and multiply your seed sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. Look at that. He will multiply your seed. He will increase the fruit of your righteousness and he's going to give bread for you. He's going to make a portion for you to eat out of what you have sown. He's going to give you more to sow. And he's going to bring increase in the fruits of your righteousness. Wow. Wow. What a rema. Loving God brings benefits, ladies and gentlemen. Loving God brings benefits. He says we should love him and we should love others. Wow. Proverbs 8, 17 to 18. Look at what he does again. I love them that love me. I'm going to give love to those who love me. We have seen what it means to love God. If you are to love God, you are also to love others. Praise God. Don't make it singular. I love God and I love God alone. No, you got to love others. You got to love people he died for. You got to love others. I love them that love me. And those who seek me early shall find me. See seeking coming out there. Those who seek me early will find me. Riches and honor are with me. Yea, durable riches and righteousness. Riches and honor flow to those who put God first. If you prioritize God, it will flow to you. We are talking about the flow now. The flow. You let it flow out so that it can flow in. And when it's flowing in, the Bible says it's not the measure that went out that is coming in. A greater dimension. It's going to increase the fruits of our righteousness. It's not the same measure. Praise God. God is good. Just lift up your hands to heaven and across. Say, God is good. God is good. Give me grace to enter this realm, Lord. Give me grace to enter this revelation. Amen. Praise God. Success is lying at your doorsteps. Ladies and gentlemen, 
Praise God. Love God, love others, increase your love. Success is lying at your door, ready to be of service to you. Faith, is, faith releases the power of God. That's what faith does. Your faith must be in place. The power of God is released when faith is in place. When we are reaching out to others, we are doing it in faith. We are doing it in faith. But I'm trying to let you see the benefits and how it works. Praise God. <laughs> Glory be to God. I said praise God. Glory be to God. Oh, success comes when one stands on the truth. That's when it comes. Why do we recognize favor? It's because somebody has been successful in what he's doing. Then we say, whoa, this is favor. The Bible says Joseph was a prosperous man. Even in the prison, he was prosperous. How can, he, how can a prisoner be prosperous? Because he was successful in what he was doing. The Bible says the jailer did not know anything that was going on. He was in charge. Have you seen people put prisoner in charge of the prison? Praise God. I'm sure in today's language, let's put it in today's language, it will look as if they were put in a prison and he was given the key to lock all the prisons at night. Are you getting my point? Are you getting my point? Praise God. It's amazing. It's amazing the level of honor and favor he had. And God said he was a prosperous man. He was a successful man. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. So success comes when one stands on the truth. And the truth is what sets you free. The truth. Joshua one day it says this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. But you will meditate on it day and night. And you will observe to do all that is written therein. Then you will make your way prosperous. Then you will have good success. Practice walking in love, ladies and gentlemen. Put it into practice. It's not enough for you to hear God's word and you don't practice it. The Bible says in the book of James that when we are hearers and not doers, we are what kind of people? Forgetful hearers. He said we are forgetful hearers. He said we forget the manner of person we are, uh, we are. He says we deceive ourselves when we do that. Are you listening to me? So practice walking in love and meditating on God's word in your heart so you will soon be moving in success. Practice love and meditate on the word. Practice love and meditate on the word. I will say it again. Practice love and meditate on the world. Practice love and meditate on the world. As you do these things, you are on the journey of success. Favor is yours. Praise God. I say favor is yours. Let me quickly show you the scripture there on increasing favor. Proverbs 3. Give me Proverbs 3, 3 to 4. Proverbs chapter 3. Verses 3 and 4. Shoot it on the screen for the people. Because I want you to see this principle. It's a golden principle. It's a principle you must not forget. Now, 
Verse 3 tells us what to do. Verse 4 tells us the result. Let's first go to the result. Let's go to verse 4. This is the result. He tells us something to do in verse 3. I will share that with you. But he said, so shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. How will you find favor in the sight of God and man? You know, the Bible says Jesus increased in favor in the sight of God and the sight of men. So as Samuel increased in favor before God and before men, favor is in two dimensions. You should have it before God and before men. Praise God. You should have it within and upon. Praise God. But listen, this is happening, but let's go to verse 3. He said, let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Truth is the word. Mercy is talking about faithfulness. So you need faithfulness and truth. Faithfulness and the word. Praise God. Faithfulness and the word. Your word is love. So we need these two things to be in our lives so that we will have favor before God and before men. In verse 4, faithfulness and truth. Faithfulness and truth. Faithfulness and truth. So shall thou find favor and good understanding with God. Amen. So these things must be in us. Look at what we are looking at now. The truth of God's word. You will love, distribute love, and stand on the truth. The revelation of God's word. Success will come. Favor will come. You see that? Praise God. So meditating on God's word in your heart, constantly and consistently, showing love, distributing love, will always bring you into a place of success at a level and a realm you never knew existed in the body of Christ. Psalm 1 verse 2 says, his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in it does he meditate day and night. He will be like a tree planted by the rivers of water who never loses his leaves, who never loses his fruits in and out of season. You are loving God as you meditate on his word. Many people don't know that when they are meditating on the word, that's the answer. Because many people don't, okay, how do we love God? How do we love God? Yes, we love God by loving him. We love God by loving people. But the ultimate in loving God is by meditating on his word. He said this book of the Lord will not depart out of your mouth. That's how, that's the practical demonstration of your love to God. You meditate on it, but you do it as well. Because it's in meditating that the power to do God's word is being released to you. Many people find it difficult to do God's word because they don't meditate. You stay on the word. Look at it, Joshua 1.8. He said, then you will observe to do all that is written. You will not observe to do if you don't meditate. You will meditate on the word day and night. Then you will observe to do you will not be able to do if you don't meditate on the word. Praise God. That is why flesh and blood cannot do the word of God. The word of God is, and the Bible says his commandments are not grievous. But why are we finding them grievous? Meditation is missing. Hallelujah. So you meditate on the word. That's your proof that I love him. That's the proof that you say I love him. Why? I'm busy meditating. 
This is life. This is what gives the answer. This is what I must do. He said, Jesus said it. Anybody that loves me, he will keep my commandment. That's it. And how can you keep the commandments of God? By meditating. If you don't meditate, you can't keep it. You won't be able to observe to do. You won't. Praise God. Oh, that's a remark for somebody today. Praise God. So release this, the love to the Lord. How? By meditating. How do I relieve it to others? By demonstrating the love. I release love to God by meditating. I give to others by demonstrating it. Praise God. Then success cannot pass you by. Favor cannot say he will not know you when you are involved in this thing. Favor will come and knock at your door. Favor will want to embrace you. Favor cannot pass you by when you put yourself in that position. Can I hear a good amen this morning? Praise God. Praise God. So release this love to the Lord and also to others. And success and favor cannot pass you by anymore. It is when success is in place, that is when people will say you have favor. Praise God. So as from today, live believing that all things are possible with God. Why? You are favored. Live expecting riches and honor to flow into you from God, from all sources. Let it flow. Expect promotions to come. Expect promotion from everywhere. Impossible projects. Let promotion come for you. To come into your experience and expertise. Praise God. Expect God to give you answers to the needs of humanity. There's a serious need of humanity going on right now. Expect God to give you solutions. Maybe you are going to be part of strategic solution. Praise God. Praise God. Let him give you an answer he has never given humanity before. It's possible. Expect it. This is the greatest day to be alive, ladies and gentlemen. No other day better than this. Praise God. The only limitation God has is the lack of understanding of his laws from his children. If we understand these laws and put it into practice, sky cannot even be our limit. Because there's nothing he gives you that he doesn't expect return. Study Matthew 25 when you get home today. My time is fast spent. Matthew 25, 28 to 30. You will see that God is angry when men fail to develop what is given to them. It's on your inside, but what have you done with it? You talk about parable of the talent. That's a talent God has. That's a gift. That's a value God has put on the inside of you. Favor. What have you done with that favor that God put on the inside of you? Have you used it to hate people? Or have you used it to love people? Have you used it to increase your lot in the land of a living? God is, you, you see, it's very funny. God is mad, angry at people who has given things and they will not use it. He said the one that didn't use it, bring it. Go and give it to the one that has been using it. Can you imagine that? Even the less is being taken away from and is being given to those who already have abundance. And that's, isn't that how the world works today? 
Praise God. So speak to the rock of limitations today and see a new day come for you in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, that God will favor your cause. I say God will favor you today. God will turn it in your favor in the name of Jesus. And secondly, this morning, those who seek the Lord, those who seek the Lord, faithfulness. He said love and faithfulness. Faithfulness. Are you faithful? The Bible says it's required of a servant that he be found faithful. When you have faithfulness, one of the things that distinguished Joseph was he was a faithful guy. He would not take anything that wasn't his. He was faithful. Praise God. Are you faithful? The Bible says in Jeremiah 33 verse 3, Call unto me and I will answer. And I will show you great and mighty things which you do not know anything about. Can you be found faithful in prayer, seeking the Lord? When it comes to faithfulness, the Lord is repairing to being faithful in prayer, seeking God. You remember that's what we are talking about now, number two, to seek the face of God. In seeking God, the main platform is prayer. Will you be found faithful on the platform of prayer? Will you be found faithful? Let me say one or two things. Make a daily confession that you are a person of prayer. Do you know when you keep on being positive about something you should have, do you know you'll find yourself flowing in it one day? Keep confessing you are a person of prayer. Keep saying it, I'm a person of prayer. My family prays. My spouse is a person of prayer. Keep on saying it. I am a young man, but I'm a person of prayer. Confess your way through it. One day you are going to find yourself praying as you ought. Praise God. For you to succeed and have favor, you must be a man, a woman, who walks hand in hand with God. You fellowship in love and also in prayer. Love and prayer. Everybody say prayer. There's no shortcuts to this thing, ladies and gentlemen. You must give yourself in to prayer. I will not be able to talk more about this today. He said, call on me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things. Where do you call on God? In prayer. And he said he's committed to showing you great and mighty things that you don't know about. I see God show you great things in this season. Because you are faithful in prayer. I've told you the key to be faithful in prayer. Begin to confess it as one today. Begin to speak it. And God will take you there. God will take you there. You become a person of prayer. You begin to pray. God will wake you up to pray. There will be seasons and times you will pray. You would even ask yourself, where is this energy coming from? Before you even think about praying, your mouth is moving to pray. There are seasons in my own life personally that I've confessed again and again and it has helped me to pray beyond my norm. You want to walk in favor? You want to walk in greater level of favor? You must be a person of prayer. There are no shortcuts to it. Praise God. Look at great men of prayer in the Bible. God give them favor. Praise God. Praise God. He said, call on me and I will answer. I see God answer you in this season. In the name of Jesus. And the last scripture for the day, 
Psalm 34, verse 10. Psalm 34, verse 10. I trust God you have been blessed today. Have you been blessed this morning? Oh, glory be to God. The Bible says, the young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. It's not for everybody. It's for those who seek the Lord. They will not lack any good thing. I say good things will not be scarce in your life in the name of Jesus. But see the condition, those who seek the Lord. Seeking the Lord on the platform of prayer takes you there. I see God catapult you to the new realms. I see God engage you in new realms of favor in the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening. We hope you have been blessed by the word today. Please join our services live every Sunday, 9 a.m. and 10.45 a.m. and Bible study every Friday, 7 p.m. at 95 Church Street, St. Catharines. We hope you have a wonderful week ahead and God bless you.